Hello, everyone. This is Kendra, and welcome to the I Trip Over Flat Surfaces podcast. I created this podcast to help and encourage you to get back up after stumbles and all-out fall-on-your-face life events. I do this with simple, practical views and ideas I have experienced and learned from my own stumbles and falls that you can apply to your everyday life. If this is your first podcast or your regular, I want to say thank you so very much for listening. Now let's step right into this episode. Happy New Year, everyone, and happy start to season four of the podcast. Thank you. If you are new, welcome. And if you've been around for a while, thank you so much for coming back. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season. I am very excited about this new season and really, truly just so thankful you're here. So let's just get into this and let me just, you know, I want to talk a little bit about thoughts in this season. So shocker, that's really the underlying of this whole podcast. But you know, so compared to my husband, I am a doer. I'm always in motion. If I sit down for like five minutes, I generally am, you know, out sleeping. But I used to be doing chores around the house. And I had this narrative in my head about my husband not helping me. I would be doing the laundry, washing the dishes, you know, vacuuming, doing all of those things. And there he would be, you know, sitting on the sofa watching TV with our dogs and cats, you know, and I just get so frustrated and angry and just so mad. And, and at times I even felt all alone, you know, that feeling you get when you believe you're, you're the only one doing the thing that needs to get done and no one is helping you feel well, you know, you feel lonely about it and quote unquote, insert pity potty here, I guess. Um, but you know, you believe you're the only one doing it and no one is helping you. You feel forgotten and alone in your efforts. I would get so mad and would think, you know, he wasn't ever doing anything, you know, even just kind of lazy. You know, what, what does he do in life? What does he do around here? And I became resentful. I, I at times would then start because I was doing all of these things to feel bad about all the things I wasn't doing to spend enough time with our dogs and cats, showing them the attention they wanted from me and, and deserved. I continued that negative narrative and thoughts in my head and I started making my myself feel bad and resenting you know, the things that I was doing for myself. And I I felt guilty, man. I just, you know, here I brought these animals into our home and they need love and attention. And I just felt guilt. I felt like I needed to figure out how to do it all. I need to figure out how to, how early can I wake up and get as little sleep as possible and get up and fill every second of every day of all the chores and farm chores, the house chores and, and the podcast activities and, and, you know, the shopping, the groceries and putting everything away. And thankfully my husband cooks for himself and God bless him. He's learning. He's becoming a great cook. So that's positive. But how could I do all of that and and make sure that I train my horse and I ride her enough and and I show everyone the attention that they need? How do I fit it all in one day? And it just, you know, I was just trying to cram every second of every day, you know? 
And one day I got it. I stopped and took a really good look at my husband sitting on that sofa and realized, hey, that time I felt like I needed to spend with the animals because they weren't getting the attention. Well, he's doing it. He's spending the time with them that allowed me to do the things I needed to do. One of us had to do the chores. I mean, I mean, you know, it could be a, a combo, but I mean, the chores have to get done. There are things that, that, that have to do. So I actually didn't, and I don't mind doing them, but seeing that and realizing that I started a different thought or narrative in my mind that I appreciated the time that he spent with them. It filled him up to spend that time with them and they really needed it and they've developed a really nice bond, which is nice to see. I basically took personal responsibility for my thinking only negative thoughts about what was happening and I changed those to be thoughts of gratitude. You know, we don't have a problem changing our minds. I mean, we do it on a regular basis, several times a day. I want a number two meal instead of number three. Can you send this back and get a different one. Oh, I want the red one instead of the yellow one. Can you return this? Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm going to stay in tonight, uh, with my dog instead of meeting you for those reservations. So (laughs) we can make changes, right? We change our mind, but the problem is taking responsibility for what is in our mind to control the narrative and have better thoughts. Our thoughts are our responsibility. You know, you've, you've heard the, some, probably something similar to, to this expression or phrase or, or this type of narrative. I, I don't have the time to work out. I'm just so busy. No time. It isn't that we don't have the time. It's just that it's not a priority for you right now. Don't you want in this new year to have more joy, have more fun, have less worry, and enjoy your life more? Of course you do. I do. You know, there is a way you can do this. And that's take charge of what you think, what you allow in your head. I like the quote by Albert Einstein. The world we have created is a product of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. If you think all your life is all negative, check your thoughts. We're responsible for those thoughts. Things may happen to us. I might hurt your feelings, but it is your responsibility to then, you know, take that in and create not a negative, like she's such a horrible person, she's so mean, I don't know why I spend any time with her, and, you know, make a different decision. Decide what we allow to remain in our head and what we think about all day is our responsibility. Let's do it differently. You know, responsible means we are accountable. We are liable. So we are liable and accountable for the things that we think, we say, and we do. You know, I mean, from the mouth, the heart speaks. And that's really those thoughts that are in your head. Make managing your thoughts a priority. Listen, 
positive thoughts have positive impacts on us. Things like a longer life, lower heart attack risk. I'll take that. Greater resistance to illness like colds. We'll take that too. And, and lower blood pressure. That's fantastic. And better stress management. I mean, if, if we are not screaming for that in our culture right now, I don't know. But I will take any and all of these if all it is is, you know, one of many things, right? But we can help these by thinking positive thoughts. So let me give you three tips in helping you take responsibility for your thoughts. The first one, see positive thinking as a skill you have to learn and always practice. This is on a one and done, sit it and forget it. Oh, I think I'm going to think something positive and then just go about the rest of the day. Let's use the example again of, of our spouse. You know, maybe maybe I washed something of my husband's and I didn't wash it um, like it needed to be washed. It was a, a garment that needed to be on delicate or dried, hung dried, something like that. And he pointed that out to me. I might think that that person, like, you know, said it very poorly to me and, you know, like, oh yeah, now I get this attitude of, and these thoughts of, oh, I never do anything right. I never, you know, why not, you know, I did you a favor by washing your clothes. You know, I could, I could go down that negative narrative with that. And yeah, I could put myself down. I could feel bad about myself. He doesn't like anything that I do. I don't get it right. Instead, I could think, and you could think that, Yes, maybe that person could have handled it different or better. But what part do I play to make this better? Maybe that's stopping and taking a look. Okay, if really all that is is hanging it up to dry. I, I mean, seriously, I, I can do that. I have my own clothes to hang up. And so, you know, yes, maybe talk through how we can better handle those situations, but show grace to him for... um you know, being concerned. Maybe that was his favorite shirt and he was just wanted to make sure he kept it for a really long time. So show grace to others and our, and ourselves. Be understanding. Okay, tip number two. Understand having a positive narrative does not mean you still don't feel or experience certain emotions like worry, dread, frustration, anger, you know, or even sadness. Those things are still going to happen. You know, during COVID, I, I got laid off from my job. I mean, so many did, right? Um, what was going on? I didn't know what was going to happen in our future. I mean, during that time, so many companies were downsizing and it wasn't the best time to be looking for another job. Um, at, you know, at times I got concerned about how long I would be without a paycheck. And, you know, how would we manage our finances? You know, even though that was the situation that we were in and it was work looking for another job, I, during that time, told myself that I could do this. I reminded myself that I was someone that could do a good job, that I was going to learn something new and I was actually made myself a bit excited about meeting new people and, and learning a different job. I mean, yes, it's a bit scary, but I also decided to look at it as, as exciting to do something different because I had been at that other job for so long. So 
I also told myself I wasn't in a place of my life God didn't know where I was. And in the end, he would work all things out for good. I kept hope even during the time of uncertainty while I was laid off. All right, the third tip is approach a good or bad thing, situation in life with the expectation things will go well. There is a French philosopher, Rene, I cannot pronounce his last name, which said something, which, you know, he said something in Latin, which I cannot pronounce either. Let's just be real. But basically what it means in English from Latin, it translates, I think, therefore I am. An example would be, I th- oh, I've been sitting in this traffic for an hour. I'm going to be late to, late to, to work. The rest of the day is just shot. I'm just going to have a crappy day. Well, you know, I think, therefore I am. I think I'm going to have a bad day. The rest of your day is probably going to go bad poorly. You're going to you're going to see the poorness in the rest of your day if that's what you think's going to happen. You know, hope means confidence in a future event. In the good and bad in life, hold on to hope. Practice that skill of thinking something hopeful or positive. If you would like some help with with maybe how to do this, I I do have a free resource on my website, itripoverflatsurfaces.com. Go to the website, scroll down to resources, and it's called A Path from Worry to Hope. And it will help you walk through the steps of of how to take your thinking from a a worried situation to a a situation that's much more hopeful and and change the narrative for you there. So so go to the website and, and check that out. It is free for you to download. Ending a year and starting a new one, there is just, you know, so much around this that we do every year, the resolutions, all of that. We we look back over the last year at all that has happened or hasn't. We look to the new year with anxiousness, trepidation, desire for something better, something more. Want to challenge you in this next year, decide to take responsibility of the narrative, use these action steps, see positive. If you see positive, you'll think positive. So see positive thinking as a skill you have to learn and always practice. Understand that even though you think positively, you are still going to have other types of emotions and approach all situations in life with the expectation that things will go better. So decide in this next year, take that responsibility, change your narrative, do the action steps, and I promise you will have a better year. You know, now when I'm walking by the sofa and I'm carrying my laundry basket, I look at the sofa and I see two cats two dogs, and my husband all curled up together. And it makes me smile now. I say a little prayer of gratitude. He wants to be doing that. And it brings me joy. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day. If you have liked anything you have heard here or on another episode, it would mean so much if you would tell a friend by sharing the episode, the website URL, I trip over flat surfaces.com, clicking the five star rating, or even better, leaving a written review.
You know, this helps others to find the podcast and it lets you pass on encouragement too. Thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, watch your step. Thank you.